1: or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi guys and welcome back to another new episode of You Need Therapy Podcast. My name is Cat and You are listening to Couch Talks, which is the special bonus episode of You Need Therapy that comes out every single Wednesday where I answer questions that you guys send in to Catherine at Podcast.com. So if you have a question that you want me to answer or give some feedback on, uh, send it there and one day I will probably most likely talk about it on here. With that being said, just a little reminder as always that just because I'm answering questions on here and I am a licensed therapist, it doesn't mean that this is therapy. This is just you listening to a therapist talk. (laughs) Um, But what this might do is encourage you to go and do your own work with a therapist yourself. And uh, I'm all for that. So today we have one question and then I just want to talk about something because I meant to talk about this a couple weeks ago, um, last week when I had the episode with Justin Baldoni, who if you haven't listened to that episode, it was so good. It was probably my top three might be my top one. I don't know. I can't. It's so so hard to categorize them. Um, But Definitely top three conversations I've had because of the podcast like in my life. It's called Undefining Masculinity. And if you want to listen to that, if you haven't, I highly recommend you going back. This would be last Monday's episode, not like this Monday, like two days ago, the one Monday before that. So go listen to that. But I meant to talk about this then because something happened, I think, the week that I had that conversation with Justin. And these are things that happen all the time. And it just so happened to happen again after I had this conversation with Justin and he brought up all these points that really made me think about mind conditioning of my brain and how I view men. So a couple weeks ago, I was meeting a friend at a bar in Nashville, not downtown. It's I don't really know how to describe the area for people that don't live in Nashville, but I was meeting a friend at a bar and we drove separate. I drove, I parked, and then I waited for him to come. And then it was like street parking. So he drove by my car and was like, I'm going to go find a spot. And I didn't get in his car. I just said, I'll meet you at the front. Because it was like a well-lit area. There's other places and bars and, and and restaurants and breweries around here. And there's street lights and there's people around. And so I was like, I'll just meet you at the front, not thinking anything of it. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go park my car. I say, okay. So I start walking and I'm walking almost there and this van or this like SUV pulls up going the same direction as me and One guy rolls down his window and he like kind of like cat calls me and is like, "Hey, mama," or something like that. And I just ignored it the first time. And then um, he said something again. And so I looked over and I just like to see who who it was and put eyes on them. And they said it again. And so I just kind of rolled my eyes, being like, "You like jerks, like leave me alone." And then another guy rolled down his window. And so then there's three guys looking at me and they keep like just like whistling or saying stuff. One of them was like, "What are you Italian?" Like just saying all these, which. I am for all of you is wondering all these things. And then I just kept ignoring them. And then one of them called me a bitch and was like, why do you have to be such a bitch or something like that? And at that point I, I was already a little activated because this was like probably not a long period of time, but like long enough where it feels like I'm at this point being followed down the street. So I just turn around the opposite direction and just walk really fast. And I don't know if I called somebody, but I did something where I got my phone out I was pretty shaken up and rattled, but at the same time, it was like, "Mm, that's just something that happens. Like, that is just part of being a female. And like I said, these are things that happen all the time to the point where it feels like it really isn't that big of a deal being catcalled or whistled at. And I mean, I've been followed in like public places. So it doesn't always happen in like a dark alley. I've been followed around at grocery stores multiple times. And again, it just feels like, oh, men, like men being men. And that's just life. No big deal. But I wanted to bring this up because it really is a huge deal. Like, it's a really big deal. And it's not funny at all. And I think those guys were probably harmless jerks, but it's not funny. Like, that was not funny. Like, and if they thought it was funny, we need to rethink their sense of humor because women have to be aware all of the time, all of the time with that kind of stuff. Because yeah, there's some guys that just think that's funny and like to like rile women up and get some kind of sick sense of satisfaction from scaring women. But also there's plenty of guys out there that are doing that and they're also harmful. We have to be on guard. And I also... Don't need to be conditioned to not think that these things are scary and harmful because if I am just conditioned and it's not that big of a deal and it just is what it is, I need to stay alert and I need to remember that that's not normal behavior. It's like being conditioned to think that abuse is a normal way to engage in relationships. Like we don't want people to think that because then they're going to stay in relationships that are abusive and, and, and get hurt. And this goes into anything we're getting humor out of. Like I get jokes and, and having a sense of humor. I think I have a great sense of humor. <laughs> uh, but when your laughter is at the expense of someone feeling safe, you're really crossing the line. And when your joke is at the expense of someone feeling bad about themselves, you're crossing the line. We can make jokes without being mean. I promise. Like that is a possible thing. You don't have to hurt people to get joy out of life. I also say this because I'm sure most women that are listening to this have had an experience like I had that night. And I don't want you guys to think that it's not a big deal. And I don't want you guys to think either of like, oh, this is just, this just happens. This is men. This shouldn't be how men act. It's not all men either. I know it's not all men, but this shouldn't be like a normal thing that guys do and guys think that they have the like permission to do. You deserve to feel safe and you deserve to not be conditioned to endure harmful mistreatment. And honestly, men, you should really care about this too. You should care about this because it affects women all women. and You should care about this because it also affects men. It affects you because what it does is it helps further perpetuate what Justin was talking about last week in the episode. This idea that women need men to be strong to protect them from other men. And so what we do because of that is we close the space for men to be vulnerable and have feelings because if they are vulnerable and have feelings, we don't feel safe anymore because we need men to be strong because we need them to protect us when guys are following us down the street. Because the first thought I had, and I don't know if this is right or wrong at this point in my processing of this, but as I was walking on the street, I wish I, my thought was if I was with my friend that I was meeting who was a guy, they would not have been doing that. I would have been fine. They wouldn't have, not a second. It was because I was a, a female and I was alone. Actually, I think they would have still done it if I was with a group of girls, but it was because I wasn't with another guy. And so this is important stuff to talk about and process with our friends and the people around us and our, our female friends or male friends or our men, women, non-binary, all the people, because this is something that is hurting all of us all of us and I also just wanted to bring this up because we haven't really talked a lot about this kind of stuff before and I think it's important to create space to talk about these things even if it feels like it's not a big deal because that did affect me and my friend I was telling him about it after it happened and I was like why do you think that like I don't even like going to the bathroom alone at a restaurant or at a bar like why do you think women travel in packs why like, it's not because I'm not independent. I'm independent. Like, I I can do a lot of things by myself. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, like, I don't feel like I have the permission to be independent in that way. And And I don't like that. I really don't like that. So if that, I'm sure all the women listening are like, yes, that's happened to me. And I hate that I can even say that. But if that's ever happened to you, I'm so, so sorry. And if you need to space to process that, I really hope that you have somebody in your life where you can at least tell the story to so you don't have to hold on to it and just make it at some normal thing that men are allowed to continue to do. And I wanna invite this idea of like calling that out in a way that's also calling people in. So rather than calling it out and canceling somebody, calling this topic in and inviting people to realize how big of a deal it is when you do that to a woman. Because you might think it's a joke and it's funny and you and your boys laughed because you scared me and I rolled my eyes at you, but you terrified me and you're perpetuating a system of basically abuse that we don't need to continue to perpetuate. So this is a big topic and I feel like I should have created more space for it and maybe we will, but I just wanted to start that conversation and open that up because uh, we're dealing with that every single day every single day. Now, with that, go listen to Justin's episode, start some conversations with your friends, and I think maybe we should move on to the question that I'm going to answer this week. Hey, guys, Kat here, and I have something The feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay, so here is the question that I have pulled from this week, and it's such a good question. I love it. So, hey, cat, I have enjoyed the couple of episodes obviously among others, um, but specifically about finding friendships in adulthood. It's really hard and I don't think people realize how many people are struggling with the same thing. But it got me thinking, I don't know that I have a hard time making friends. I feel like I have a hard time keeping them. I don't have a best friend of 10 years or even talk to people from high school or college anymore. I have a couple friends at a time and it seems like through seasons, the friends shift and I don't do a good job of keeping intact or in touch with everyone. I guess my question is, is this okay or does it have to do with something that's wrong with me? Love your podcast as always. Thank you so much. Okay. So, obviously said I love this question because it's touching on another part of something that we've touched on. And I think a lot of people feel the way you feel. So, you're asking me do I think that there's something wrong with you or is this normal? And I mean, I don't know you, my blanket would always be there's probably not anything wrong with you. And I I don't like that. That's even like a thing that we like immediately go into. And we're like processing things that are different than other people. It's like, is there something wrong with me? It's like, no, maybe you're just different. Maybe the way you view relationships and how you engage in relationships is different. And that's okay. So with that, yeah, I, I I literally don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think that people engage in friendships differently, and I'm somebody who has a good amount of friends from different seasons of my life. But also, those friendships look different. Like my best friend from high school or my best friend from middle school, I still. To keep in touch and talk to them and consider them friends, but I'm not calling them every day and talking to them every week and hanging out all the time and planning trips with them. And they're not still my best friend. That doesn't mean that like I'm a bad friend. It doesn't mean that they're bad friends. It means that like, as your life shifts and change, your relationships are allowed to. And I think that certain people are in our lives for certain seasons of our lives for certain reasons. And it's okay to also leave a relationship in a season that you're no longer in anymore had a lot of friends when I was in my like early 20s that were like really fun friends and yeah we had some deep conversations with they were people that I like spent a lot of time like going out and and doing things that like aren't as much of interest to me anymore. And so I shift and change and, and the relationships are allowed to change. Again, I don't feel like we have to stay connected with every single person that we've ever been connected to. I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this. I've been in, in weddings of friends that like, I don't really talk to them anymore. That's okay. Like you being in somebody's wedding doesn't mean you have to call them once a week for the rest of your life. It really doesn't. Also, I think there's something to be said about, the way that different people's lives shift and change timeline wise. I think maybe in older generations, things kind of stayed in the same for the most part, but like things were more normalized to stay in the same kind of trajectory, but now people are doing things all over the place at different times and none of it's right or wrong. So you're going to have the people who get married early and have kids and do that and that's their life and their path and that's what feels good to them. And then you're going to have the people who, you know, go out and travel and do all these crazy things or you're going to have the people that just, you know, are out and going to school and starting a career and and getting married later in life or being single and choosing to stay single or not choosing to have kids or choosing to have kids those are just like simple examples but you kind of know what I mean your relationships are going to shift when the lifestyles of you and your friends shift and change and that's okay like that is okay like I don't have kids I'm not really interested in talking about kids (laughs) I mean, I love my nieces, they're very cute, I love them so much, and I'm about to have a nephew pretty soon, but I'm not super interested in like, going to the park once a week with my friends who have kids. I love that for them, and I, I love my friends' kids, but that's not where my life is, like what I'm focused on is different, and that is okay, that is okay. There's one thing if you're having continuous fallouts and ruptures of relationships, But if they're just kind of floating and you don't have the capacity to keep up with everybody, that's okay. If I were to put the same amount of energy in every single relationship I have just for the sake of maintaining connections that I've created, I would never sleep and I wouldn't be able to work. (laughs) Like we only have so much capacity and also your capacity for friendship and relationship is going to be different than the person next to you. So you got to take out some of that judgment and comparing I read or I was listening to Annie F. Downs podcast last week, the episode that she did with John McLaughlin and Dave Barnes. Oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard. You guys have to go listen to that. But she said something and I was like, that honestly just hit me. She said, if we're deciding if our life is okay by looking at someone else's life, we are always going to come up wanting. And she was talking about just things in general, but I think if you're even comparing like, your friendships and the longevity of your friendships compared to the people around you and what you see around you, you're always going to think you're doing something wrong because people are different, but people are different for a reason. And going back to the hummingbird's jackhammer conversation we had on here a while back in the episode about passion and curiosity, there are some people that are going to be floaters in friendships and they're going to have a lot of acquaintances or a lot of like connections, but they might not have a lot of deep, deep seated, rooted connections. You might have three really, really deep rooted connections. Neither of those are right or wrong. And so if we're continuing to look at the person next to us as a way of being okay, we're always going to think we're doing something wrong. And we are created differently to engage differently because there are so many different people in the world and different needs in the world. And that's okay. So we're kind of widening this conversation out about more than just friendships, but I really just my encouragement to you would really be to sit and and ask myself am i wondering this because the relationships that i have right now aren't working for me or satisfying me or am i wondering this because i keep hearing about people having a best friend from second grade. If it's the second one, then you get to say what i'm doing is working for me. Like i feel connected and i feel good in my relationships. If i feel at a loss because I really don't feel like I'm getting what I need. That's a whole nother conversation. Still doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you might need to shift the way you're engaging with people, but it still doesn't mean something's wrong with you. And so I say all of this and kind of want to wrap it up with the overarching theme as we don't need to figure out if what we're doing is what we're supposed to be doing by looking at what other people are doing. We need to look at if what we're doing is what we're supposed to be doing by kind of tuning in, going inward and are my relational needs being met. Going to marriage, like you can be single your whole life and your relational needs could be met. Just because all of your friends get married doesn't mean that's what you need to do. It might be what you want, and that's a whole nother conversation. But same thing with like kids, like you don't have to have your needs be met by having kids. You might not want to have kids and that's okay. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Careers, you don't need to have a big, flourishing, huge, flashy career to be satisfied. It might be what you want, but we need to do a better job of tuning in and asking us what satisfies us versus what satisfies my fear of being judged or looked at or compared. Because when it comes down to it, you're living your life. Like you're living it. When it comes down to it, you're in your relationships. So are you going to try to hold on to relationships just because you think that's what you're supposed to do, but they actually don't fill you up and you're exhausted? It's a thing. You can outgrow people. It like, doesn't mean either one of you are, are better than the other. You can outgrow people. There are people that have been so close to me in my life that I've loved so deeply and I still love, but we outgrew each other. We don't have anything in common anymore. I still could go to lunch with them and hang out, but am they're not going to be the person I call when I'm in a crisis or need to share something that's on my heart. And that's okay. So thank you for that question. And again, if there is a pattern of ruptures of relationships, that's a whole nother answer. And that's something that you might want to process with a actual real life therapist to see what's going on. But if it's just like you growing apart and finding friends in different seasons, that might just be you being resilient and getting your relational needs met. So thank you for your question and thank you for everybody who sends in a question because those questions are vulnerable even though we keep them anonymous. They still are you sharing a little bit of what's on your heart with me. So I appreciate that and it helps us create a bigger and better community which I'm all for here. So I hope you guys have the day you need to have moving forward today and tomorrow and the next day and I will see you guys. Well, I won't see you but I will talk to you guys again on Monday.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna, and those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.
0: You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials.